move their mind anywhere else in your body. What do you think? I think we tend to think of intelligence as, as brain, but... You could see the intelligence and, you know, like slime, slime mold. mold. You've read about slime molds, how they, they gather together when they need to and become one thing, and then they, when they're done with what they need to do as one thing, they disperse out into the forest floor as yeah. just little bits of, you know, the spores. If that's not intelligence, I don't know what is, but it, it's not like, it's not something with a brain or a nervous system. So I think in order to think about those questions, we need to look at how we define intelligence. Because most people think of movement and they think of physical movement, you know, like mm -hmm. a dance or a walk or, you know, there's motion. But you're actually taking a movement right back to the, the atoms, almost, you know. You're talking about cellular movement as being movement. Kind of fundamental. To talk about moving intelligence is one thing, but not having heard the phrase before, my immediate response was, what, what is moving intelligence? We don't have a language of wholeness. We have to say psychophysical unity, or sometimes people say, will say psychophysical, emotional, spiritual unity, which gets longer and longer. <laughs> uh, we can say wholeness, which is getting more accepted. It used to be sort of only hippies talked about wholeness, so it made you sound like you were not scientifically sound. I think our whole body is connected. We can't just have like one part, that wouldn't work. Yeah, of course it is. Otherwise, how would our hands move? <laughs> but then we have... So is mind in... So is mind, mind in must your be head in or in everything? Whole, in the whole everything. body. From the tips of your fingers to, to the tips scientists of your and, and physicians and all kinds of people are going, oh, yeah, how people are thinking is really directly affecting how they're behaving. So, you, If you didn't have a brain, you, you wouldn't be able to move because you have to think to move. It's starting to become more understood because the scientific world is really on this so that if we can get the message clearly to them, the field can really expand. Movement means that we have affection and tenderness and touch and um, communication with each other, you know, that, that, that movement results in relationship. Changes my perception of the world. Um, changes you physiologically. Yeah, changes me. Changes your state. Yeah. Well, we can shift our way of being through moving. I think that's a pretty major plus. <laughs> We're always spinning. The whole world is rotating constantly. Constantly. And yes. we're always moving. Yes. We can't be still because we're breathing. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Do you know it's physically impossible for a fish to be still? 
Leaving ourselves in the flesh. Yeah. In space and time. Ah, oh, there's so much heart. There's so much blood and passion and volume and juiciness. You know, that enriched state. It's like love hmm. for me. I literally have a love affair with my movement practice. Conversations in the Flesh. Brought to you by Enika de Graaf and Camilla Mailing. For this instalment, we'd like to thank Stella Mailing Smith, Kim Sajan Wishart, Kathy Madden, Bing Smith, Alastair Watts, Anwar Cunningham, and Bella and Alvi Swan. Listen out for the next instalment of Human Human. Human.